0: Hello, hello. Welcome. Back. To my podcast. Um, You want to talk about it? Yes, I do. So anyways, just getting right off to the bat because I'm not... Trying not to overexplain. Oh my god, why I that's just what I do anyways. So like uh, years of trying to people please, making me want to explain everything before I even say it, and I just want to spit shit out. I don't know how. Oh my god, I had a whole thought process. What is happening? Okay. Lately, like the past mm, few months. I've been, like, oh my god, how do I even explain it? Okay, so clearly, I have trauma from childhood abuse, yay, welcome to the club, Mm -hmm. it's so much fun here. But then, like, you know, you start healing, you start getting a hold of shit, Um, you know, you get into, well, actually, well, I'm in my 30s, so let's, you know, everyone heals at their own pace and time but like now I'm finding out that I'm like neurodivergent and which just makes me think of the movies every time and you know that series that happened and, and it just that's kind of annoying but uh, I'm a big movie fan so every time um, and I feel like someone's going to tell me like you mean like the movie at some point and then I'll be a neurotypical person and I'm just like oh no never mind that's like a fear that's in the back of my head that I think about every time I say that word. Uh neurodivergent. So as I'm realizing that I'm that self-diagnosed by the way, like I had a friend send me a TikTok video about this person who all of her videos are talking about neurotypicals and neurodivergent people and yada 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 and how they're very different and blah 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 and how to better understand yourself if you are one or the other and everything. And I watched like a few videos and my jaw like was dropped the whole time because I was like, oh my God, I'm fucking neurodivergent. Like, holy shit. This like makes so much sense. This helps so much. And that was like a few months ago. And now I'm over here and I feel like a fucking ping pong ball now. Because... When you grew up around abuse, your brain develops so differently. So the opposite of anything that's even remotely normal. So now I find myself going, am I doing this particular action because I'm neurodivergent? Or because of my traumas and i'm just like (gasps) i have no idea and then i hear my therapist's words in my head from so many years ago when i asked her uh, is it this or is it this question and she just went i think it's probably a little bit of both and I was like, <gasps> mind blown. How could it be both when all I do is just black and white world and nothing's ever in between because everything must be black or white. You must say yes or no or fuck off. So, yeah. Um That is so fucking confusing, y'all. So fucking confusing. And I felt compelled to say all that because... um I just finished a couple episodes of a show that I fucking love. It's a new show. came out this year. And it's called Everything's Gonna Be Okay. Um, if you've seen it, you know. You fucking know. Because it's awesome. It has um, people in it who are uh, on the spectrum and autistic. And it just shows very different how different they are, but also, like, it's just, like, oh, it's just so nice, it's so nice, and it has a variety of different, like, personalities on the show, and I just really like it, the other show that I absolutely love that I've been watching for years is called Mom, with Anna Ferris in it, oh, fucking, oh, oh. I can relate to it so much, even though I did not, uh, stem from, like, you know, alcoholism, or, like, drug use, uh, abuse and things like that, although my aunt on my mom's side was, like, hard core like druggy and alcoholic and smoker and just like she had severe trauma but everyone was just like oh she crazy <laughs> she was the crazy aunt but she died when I was like a kid still or preteen something like that yeah that was brutal um she died of like cancer and stuff because she did like everything under the sun that would give you cancer um and also probably because she was stressed out of her mind from all of her traumas um That I never got to hear about. Which is kind of a bummer. Because I'm just like, "Mm, can I pick your brain more about why my mom's such a fucking bitch? Um, Because I think she would have been the only one who had said it because she... There was a whole story about how, like, oh, my aunt was super jealous of my mom. And I was like, really? Because, like, my mom has, like, three failed marriages. And, like, I mean, the last one, they're still together. But, like, <laughs> let's be real. <gasps> that shit's not good. Um. And had, like, a fuck-ton of kids. And, like, her ovaries literally, like, fell out. Because, like, she had way too many kids. And her body was, like, trying to kill itself. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what there's to really be jealous about. But, like, I don't know. Um. And you always know when like someone shit talks someone, doesn't matter, family, friends, whatever, and they do the whole like oh they're just jealous thing. Mm, it's probably because you're actually a bitch, and they're just like calling you out on your shit, and then everyone like gaslights them about it and like makes them the villain. Blah 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 blah. Anyways, <sighs> but anyways, Mom is a really good show. So that shit that's just been mulling around in my head segue segue the fuck around now let's do a fucking 180 with me okay i would say i'm talking a little quieter So i got all my windows open because it's a fucking heat wave right now in la and it's cold like outside but in my bedroom it's like still fucking hot as shit from earlier today it's stupid um so i'm trying to get the cold air in here and i don't want my shitty roommates to hear so, mm-hmm. yeah. But if you've been following me on the Instagram. Oh, I just hit something. Um, if you've been following me on the Instagram, Life of a Survivor. You probably heard some tidbits about the newest roommate that moved in in February. Who's been harassing me. Stealing from me. Sexually harassing me. Um, and all that good jazz to the point where literally getting a restraining order, um, it already got approved, but then the court like fucked up their paperwork. And so they were like, Oh my God, we have to have you come back so we can like correct the paperwork. And I was like, Oh my God, (laughs) it's not like, you know, I need this now or anything. Like it got approved to be temporary. You know, that means like you get it before you actually go to court and then, you know, get it like officially approved or whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure the court fucking proved it. One, because the fucking, this guy's fucking no good. Um, I stated I had a lot of evidence, which I do. Um, and I guess the evidence I stated I had was, seemed good enough, which is fucking good. Um, and then I live with him. I kind of figured they were going to prove the temporary because it's like, yeah, when you're living with someone, it's kind of like, hmm they get served and then it's not temporary and you gotta wait till the court date it kinda gets a little fucking scary which, I'm not gonna lie, I'm scared all the time I am um I'm like, ready to like defend myself at any moment but I'm also scared at the same time, and it's just the reality right now so I've been dealing with that Been, been dealing with that since like February oh my god, and then I, and then, and then my other roommate, okay, so the new roommate who's, like, bad, I call him the bad roommate, okay, that's what I do, and then the other roommate who I've been living with for over a year now, I call him, um, the coward, because he is, um, he's literally just, like, not speaking up against it in any way, shape, or form, I've had, like, multiple, uh, arguments with him about it, or he literally just, like, can't answer, like, yes or no's on anything, he has to, like, start, elaborating on, like, random other shit, and basically he's just, like, covering up his, like, refusal to make a decision, and he's just, like, blabbing about anything and, like, um, filling up space with, our, like, devil's advocacy, basically, um, that end up leading to nowhere, if if you've dealt with, like, gaslighting, manipulation, And this kind of stuff then you you know what it is where you're like they're doing bad things to me and you're you're staying silent even though you know that they're doing these things so it's it's what else am I supposed to think besides that you're okay with it or you're on their side and then they're like well no it's just that like and then they go off on this tangent that makes no sense it reminds me of church like, with church, they would just, like, blab about stuff. And I was like, this doesn't actually make any sense because you're not making a point. You're just, like, saying the same thing over and over again, but, like, in different ways. Like, it's like English freshman year all over again when they were like, oh, make sure you do this many paragraphs and this many sentences in a paragraph and this many words. And I was like, so basically you just want me to say the same thing over and over again? Because if I say the first thing, you know, correctly the first time, why do I need to say it again three more times in the same fucking paragraph? That's stupid. Ooh. And again, that comes back to me being neurodivergent. Oh, I love that. It makes me feel so good having, like, a name for that shit. Like, oh, oh my god. Because I'm very straightforward and very literal. But I'm also funny and sarcastic at the same time. That might just be a coping mechanism, honestly. I think my <laughs> my coping mechanism is definitely a result of my trauma. And my literacy is a result of... My divergentness That's not a word, but yeah. Um, fascinating. Lots of fascinating things happening the past few months. Sorry, I haven't done any updates. I am so beyond stressed. I keep thinking there's no way I can get more stressed. And then I do. Yet it's trippy because it's like... It's like maybe I'm feeling like I have more semblance of control in a way but it's more like a mental control of myself but also realizing that I don't have control over my surroundings because like, in reality you don't, you can't control your surroundings Like, you can control yourself to your best ability but like you know like I can't stop someone from attacking me if they decide to attack me then that is them. You know, I can't control that. I can just control my reaction to it. So, it's very interesting because because I feel I I mean, I feel more stuck than ever in my life right now. But I think it's because for the first time in my life I'm seeing more options of who I want to be without my trauma. And it's like mind-boggling right now. Like I feel like I'm teetering on crowning outside of this person that I was always meant to be if my traumas hadn't happened, like if you have trauma from childhood abuse, at some point in your healing process, you're gonna have to have a conversation with yourself and even probably your therapist, which is a good idea, um, and friends, family, whatever, <sighs> which is, who would I have been if I didn't have my trauma? Who would I have been if I wasn't just reacting to triggers all the time? Or going to therapy 24-7 for those triggers? Like, who would I be? And it's very scary because there's a realization that there's a part of you that's being left behind. Or how I've thought of it at times is that there's a part of me that's dying. Um, because it's no longer needed you know, I, I don't need to be in survival mode 24-7 anymore it served its purpose and I appreciate it, thank you for helping me in the moments that were very dangerous but they're not needed anymore and it it is, it's literally you coming into this world like literally the world right now and you're like oh, oh fuck, like oh I just, huh what do I like doing? What kind of people do I actually like being around? How do I like acting now by myself around people? Huh. How just everything is just like all of a sudden this pot, like you feel like a newborn baby or more like probably like a 10 year old. Um, that's like, Discovered something new, you know, and you're just like, Oh, oh, how do I feel about this? Well, I think I just need more experience with it first, and that's what it is. And it really is like overwhelming and just like, Whoa, that it's been very hard for me to even put into words. And I've been writing down things definitely. I'm also just really, really keeping all my extra energy trying to deal with um, the harassment from the bad roommate. Um, The bad roommate was supposed to move out three months ago when they gave a written 30 days notice, and then they just didn't do anything. Like, I mean, like, the move-out day came, and nothing happened. They didn't update us. They didn't say anything at all. It was just complete silence which was really scary because guess what triggers me the most (laughs) not knowing what's going on around me with things that are directly involved with me so that day was a not okay day um and that was over three months ago um and I've spoken with his dad and his brother and they seem like really bad people too And what's really fucking, like, some fucking crazy shit is I got some help and advice from a lawyer who's, like, retired. So they were like, just so you know, I can't represent you at all, but I can, like, help you out with advice and stuff. And I was like, okay, yes. And they were a tenant lawyer. And they even went so far as to, like, end up, like, calling the dad talking with him and being like look like basically like just putting it all on the table like look she could like evict him because he hasn't paid a rent for two months um and he's harassing her she could file a restraining order like blah blah I don't know what he said exactly but he basically said I'm just going to tell them myself because so I was like, honestly, I don't think they're taking me seriously in any way because I'm a woman and the dad already victim blamed me over the phone and yada, yada, yada. And then his brother was even like slightly creepy with me over the phone when I talked to him as well. And I was like, what in the fuck? It runs in the fucking family. I mean, you shouldn't even be surprised if the son is acting that way. Where do you think they got it from? You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is handed down through generations. So... <sighs> oh god I've been dealing with that but here's the kicker the fucking lawyer ended up just kind of like ghosting on me eventually like almost like they just lost interest and which was very triggering because I was getting very paranoid and I was like oh my god like what if he's like actually friends with them or he's made friends with them he's definitely taking their side like da 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 which I'm not a lie like that happens all the time with men like and it's happened to me before where like the men are just like you're being paranoid like you're overreacting da 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 because they just like, they just want to like buddy up with guys. And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Um, and the lawyer kept telling me, well, he told me like two or three times. He told me over the phone, told me via text, and I think via email. After he'd spoken with the dad and brother, he was like, I really believe that the dad is doing everything in his power to like get him moved out. And I was like, Yeah, I don't believe that at all. Like, I don't believe that at all with how the dad spoke with me at all. Um, But I do feel, and this is like my intuition, what my gut is telling me. Because the bad roommate definitely has, like, mental health issues. Which I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, not going to hate on you for that. But when you start harassing me and stealing from me. Now I'm gonna hate on you for that. Yeah, get the fuck out of my space. So, it seems like from what the dad said about his own son and what I could find online, um, it doesn't seem like the dad wants anything to do with his son, like, at all. Like, there's, like, no evidence that this son exists in his life family's like life on social media whatsoever like he is nowhere to be found which I'm just like "Mm, usually that's a sign that they don't want it to be prevalent that like that person like I came from that background okay from the from the family wanting you to just like shut up and be quiet and when you don't they usually fucking shut you out And that's kind of what it seems like going on. So, yeah. My window's open where he parks. And now I'm kind of paranoid that he's just like outside my window listening. I'm going to get up. And I'm going to disturb everything on my bed. And I'm going to check. Come along with me. He's not even here right now. Okay, we're we're good, guys. We're good. Paranoia is a constant right now. <sighs> but that comes from when someone harasses you, gaslights you, um, laughs at you um, when you say that you are scared and feel unsafe around them. Mm-hmm, yeah. the bad roommate's done that a couple times, so that's fucking scary. <sighs> But anyways, yes. And then the lawyer just kind of stopped talking to me after a while. And I thought that was really weird. He also, like, Okay, all the men, literally all the men told me not to follow a restraining order from day one. And I was like, I'm so tired of this happening to me. I'm so tired of it. But, it's also not my fault. And I've realized that through this whole process that. Me wanting to just not have to do all of this, like filer training, or like, I don't want to have to fucking go through all this work. It's hell. It's fucking hell. Because the court system is fucking mean as shit to you. And I've already been victim blamed my whole life. My whole life. Even when there were witnesses and everything. So yeah I was not looking forward to going through that stuff again but I'm standing my ground anyways because I know I'm right and when I got the temporary restraining order granted it just gave me that extra boost of like you are in the right okay you have this evidence of harassment I also learned that there's a difference between like a restraining order and then like a civil restraining order so that made me feel better too. And there's actually like multiple different types of like restraining orders. So they don't, they don't teach you that kind of stuff. So it's like, mm, it feels very intimidating when you go in by yourself. Oh yeah. Also the lawyer that was helping me, um, like he originally was like, oh, I'll send you, like, the restraining order paperwork so you can just, like, print it out, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. And it was only four pages long. And I knew from having been dealing with restraining orders before that that was definitely wrong. And then when I finally, like, a month after that got a hold of some lawyers online who finally got back to me and actually helped out, they confirmed that that's absolutely not correct because like restraining orders are like pages and pages and pages and pages and pages long like I think my restraining orders at least like 50 or so pages long because there's just like so many different documents that you have to have for it it's so stressful and actually the court like fucked up on it twice now so that's fun and then they're like mean to you and then you don't feel like you have any power to be like you fucked up like, don't be mean to me. I'm only here again. You have to deal with me again because you fucked up. Because you didn't fucking do the paperwork right. Because this is literally you. Like, this part right here, you wrote this. And then the other department called me later and was like, this isn't correct. And I was like, well, fuck you. I didn't fucking write it. Mmm. It's extremely stressful. Our current system is so fucked up. Like, Jesus Christ like i want to ask every one of them be like how much do you get paid an hour because is it just that like you're getting paid shit and that's why you don't give a shit because i understand that like fast food workers get that shit and like customers are like i get that that's why like even when when those people fuck up i'm just like i get it i don't even get mad because i know you got paid enough because i've been there like every job so i get it but if you're getting paid enough what the fuck is your goddamn fucking excuse no Uh -uh. uh-uh uh-uh no I'm sure they're probably not getting paid enough um which is even worse because like they're absolutely not going to care and this is the department where like people need to fucking care like the fact that not one person was even like even remotely like kind to me well I'm like literally like you're filing a restraining order no one does that because things are going well they're doing that because they're fucking scared not only that but my restraining order clearly states that I live with this person not one person at the courthouse, the sheriff's department, the clerk's office was like nice in any way, shape, or form. Even when I walked into security and I was like, I'm finally restraining order. where do I go to file the paperwork? I have it right here. No one's like, I'm sorry. You have to do, like, nothing. Just like, everyone looks at me like a robot. I get that, but like, literally I've been to doctor's office a lot and they are like like, the courthouse makes like the fucking doctor's office look like fucking Disneyland. With like all expenses paid. I don't know what that's like, actually. <laughs> but I can imagine because I've just like been to Disneyland before. <laughs> but I hope you know what I mean. So I've been dealing with all that and other shit too. But like, yeah, I've been trying to really focus on like, what makes me happy, which is, in a way, I'm sitting here like, feeling like somehow I'm getting some sort of positive thing out of this because I'm just trying to focus on positivity but then I like get scared because I'm like well does this mean that like I only feel like I can grow if I'm in a negative environment like this and I'm like oh my god like I don't want that like I definitely don't want that to be like my life story because no because obviously you learn when mistakes are made you know or like not saying this is a mistake but like you're crafting you know like for cosplay for instance I do cosplay I sew. I've been sewing since I was a fucking child. Um, oh, drama there. Let's not go there yet. Um, and, uh, now, now I want to (laughs) go, now I want to talk about the sewing. No, my brain is going, no, save that for later. Um, I had to make like my own clothes growing up because my mom refused to buy clothes. Okay. Okay. Um, And did I did I learn how to sew for the most part and be really creative with fashions and stuff like that? Yes. But that's... oh my god. Oh god, I feel I'm feel, I'm seeing connections. Oh no. I don't think I see learning lessons out of positive experiences. I think I only see them out of negative ones. <gasps> Is that a thing though? I mean like no, no. Hmm. mm, Because I feel like then, the fact that I... I mean, the restraining order experience is not a... I wouldn't say it's a good one. Like, it doesn't feel great. But it did feel great to stand up for myself. Fight for myself. And then get the temporary restraining order, like, approved. That felt really good. And I feel like that's positive. But the whole process itself feels very negative because like well the people to cross are fucking cunts um sorry except tomorrow like I need them to not be like that because I need them to really help me so my cats look at me like wrap it up bitch I'm tired oh little baby <laughs> oh my cats really are like my 99% my happiness they really are I play with them and I see them, you know, how cats will get when they just get crazy over the string. I just have string. It's literally the one thing that they absolutely love. I wish I could get them a toy that would just like move, you know, that would the moving themselves toys that the cats like go crazy for. But I like those are expensive. And I'm pretty sure they wouldn't give a fuck. Or they'd like it for like five minutes. And then they would be over it. And I'd be like, are you kidding me? I just spent like 50 bucks on this fucking electronic fucking toy. And now you're over it. Like, fuck no. And it's going to take up space. Like, oh, fuck no. Because one of my cats likes the laser pointer that I got at the dollar store a long time ago. But again, like after five minutes, she's like over it. So I'm like, well, why would I spend money on legit like laser pointer when like after five minutes she doesn't care? Like, mm, I don't know. <sighs> so that's that's a random thought. But... Oh my god, like... All of my neighbors are speeding past my little... Um... Driveway alley that's right next to my room. Like, fucking fucks, stop it. I fucking hate them all. I want to throw shit at them. Oh my god. So anyways, now I'm in a process where I'm like, trying to figure out if I want to try to move, but I don't have the money to move at all. Like I'm not making enough money to move. And I have so much shit too. I'm just like, oh my God, at this point when I move again, I definitely have to get movers, which I'm down with. But I want to be able to have the money to get movers to where I don't have to like feel like I'm throwing money away to get movers because poor people don't get movers they get people they know to move their shit for them and I've been doing that since I was an infant yeah That mm-hmm. that is accurate so and the last time I moved was the last time I had anyone help me move and luckily it was just like from upstairs to downstairs where I am now so yeah, now I'm just like, well, I have a credit card. I will absolutely put the movers on the credit card. I can deal with that. That's fine. That's like, so I got that covered. So just don't worry about that, right? Like I got to set myself up in steps and plan ahead the things that I know I can plan ahead. So and again, I'm, I'm going, I'm getting, I'm letting myself know what I am in control of. And planning for that, worst comes to worst, planning for that. Cool. My biggest issue, though, is that I'm not making, like, really any income right now. So, yeah. And at the same time, like, like I don't want to move because it's so fucking annoying to move and it's stressful and like, oh my god. Um, and then, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, I do want to be in a really good place, though. Because the place I'm in now is really gross. Like, I mean, it's dirty. When I moved in, it was absolutely horrific. And, like, I've gotten some improvements and stuff. But, like, you know, the living areas where I do, like, all my costume sewing and everything, my crafting. But, like, the wooden floors out there are so fucking gross. Like, I want to use the word rancid. Like, They're so fucking gross and dirty and just, like... Like, you know, like, I can't, I don't feel like I can freely, like, craft out there. Because the floors look like they're rotten. They probably are. Oh my god, it's so gross. So gross. Luckily, all of the, like, carpets that are in here, I got them finally replaced, like, a year, over a little over a year ago now. So, like, at least I feel like I felt better, like, in my bedroom and stuff. So it's like, on the one hand, I'm like, no, I do want to move like now because I'm just like, I want to be in a place that's not disgusting. But then I'm like, I don't know if I want like roommates again or not. Cause like, I kind of do, but I kind of don't because like, I kind of like having company for when like, I want to chat s- at someone, but then I'm just like, but I feel like they always end up being bad in some way. So I'm just like, Ooh, no, never mind. But at the same time, I don't have the monthly income to even be able to afford a place on my own in LA right now. So I want to work towards being able to have that. But, like, goddamn, like, that's a whole nother story about how, like, how social media completely fucks over anyone trying to be, like, just like a small business. Like, goddamn. So there's a lot going on in my life right now I don't know what you oh also there's like a pandemic and like I'm trying not to fucking die because I'm high risk because of my fucking chronic pains and and lord knows what else lurking in my body that I just don't know about because I haven't been to a doctor since like 2011 so who fucking knows and my chronic inflammation is like through the fucking roof now it's so bad I'm just really taking everything day by day I do feel like things have forced me to really sit back and like see things more day by day because I have always been in the habit of I think doing the thing that I from what I see online a lot of people do which is they look to the future so much that they never enjoy the moment now and for me it's always been well i've always been just like dirt ass poor that i can't enjoy anything until i'm not dirt ass poor which is a valid at the same time like i mean yeah so like i have learned to enjoy the moment when i'm playing with my cats and they're being really silly and cute or they're napping or like, my black cat Nightcrawler is snoring right next to me. And it's like the greatest sound in the whole fucking world to me. And it just makes me start laughing. And then I love that. And I just try to really stay in that moment when it's happening. And I will just look at them. And I try to take mental images, which is hard too, because of my memory <laughs> issues. Oh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, but I just try to do it a lot. But they're so fucking cute and fluffy. And I love them. Um, But it's weird. Because. Because I feel. Better in a really weird way. But I look around and I go. But things aren't better. And I think it's that mentally. I feel like I'm doing so much better. But unfortunately the physical world, you know, like where I live, people who are surround me that I have no control over um the pandemic is really bad. So it kinda sends um mixed signals to me. Ooh, and that makes me kinda think back to like that I'm neurodivergent so I'm kind of like is it good or like are things good or are things bad and I'm just like well some things are good and some things are bad and I'm like but that's confusing so hmm, yeah I also feel myself being like or like wanting to be so much more creative but also wanting to like dive into creative things that, like, I liked when I was younger but I, you know, I didn't believe in myself in any way, shape, or form when I was younger, so if I did something that I was good at I didn't see that as being something that I was good at and I said, should pursue it, and ooh I like, could look more into it and get better at it it was just like, oh, well I can do this much but, like, I'm garbage anyways, so, like, who cares like, it just wasn't even, like, a a thought to be good at something if it served a purpose then fine for instance sewing was something that served a purpose you know uh, I was never bought new clothes so I had to figure out how to make my old clothes fit me so that served a purpose. And it wasn't until later, much, much later in life, that, I oh my god, even actually getting a job at Universal Studios in the costume department and learning more about costumes and how to put those together and tricks here and there, that was also a means of survival. It was my job. And I I wasn't really seeing it as something that I liked, that was creative, and made me feel alive. And now I'm starting to go... I had so many creative ideas when I was like 18, 19, 20 years old that I tried to do while I was homeless, while all I had to sew with was my mom's, like... I don't even know how old this fucking sewing machine was. But it was fucking fucked up. It, it was so fucked up. It only sewed zigzag stitches. And half the time, it just, like, wouldn't work. It was such a busted up fucking machine. Also, it, it was probably 30 or so pounds. Because it was made from metal. It was that old. Like, it wasn't made from plastic. It was a fucking metal sewing machine. I don't know how old it was, or what brand it was, or whatever happened to that fucking machine. I have no idea. Hmm. But I'm starting to look back at things. Like, I used to design my own clothes and things, and I had really creative ideas and, like, clothing lines that I wanted to do that I look back at, and I'm like, I kind of want to revisit that design, because I'm like it would be fun to like make these really cute I like love skirts and stuff and it would be really cute to like dive into that or dive back into that but like really get good at it you know because I never allowed myself to actually like study i guess and like practice something and get good at it and like fuck up and then go oh okay i see what i did wrong now i can do it better i never allowed myself to do any of that stuff because i wasn't taught that i was taught that i was just garbage and everything i did was pointless so why just just don't exist anymore and now i'm like but i'm not garbage and i'm fucking fantastic and amazing and i'm so creative i'm practically like no i'm okay i'm not gonna use that terminology um you know, I'm like bur- I'm I'm bursting at the fucking seams, you guys. I'm like so creative with so many fucking creative ideas. It's ridiculous. I wanna like throw up. Um I have creative diarrhea. Like it's just like nonstop. Okay, I did not use the term. Um analogy, I mean. Blah. So I don't know, maybe it's because like I feel like I'm being cornered in a sense with my living situation that I'm starting to really like step back and go okay what are the things that I truly love and enjoy and that when I'm not in this bad situation I want to tackle again and I want to start doing and that's what I'm thinking of it's like all the things that I really want to get into like I used to crochet and I like fell in love with it but I never learned anything beyond like the one stitch you do for like making scarves like very basic scarves And I started looking into it again. And I started seeing things that like were really nerdy and cute that I would want to make. And it feels very overwhelming. But at the same time I'm like, right, but like you can just take your time with it. And I'm just like, mind fucking blown. Are you kidding me? I can just like take my time with it and like do it. (gasps) What a fucking thought process. So that's fucking awesome. That's kind of where I am now. So yeah, thanks for listening. Hope it helped in some way. It's now way past my bedtime, but that's okay. Because I'm happy with how I use my time. I hope you're hanging in there. And I hope I'm able to do more of these because I think they're important for myself for others so yeah thanks for freaking listening I kind of like imagine you guys commenting back when I'm talking which makes me like so happy I hope you do even if it's just in your head oh my god because I do that because I like talking with people so anyways that's how I imagine people when they listen to me I mean on the pot on this on the podcast. Not like when I'm talking to them face to face, that's weird. Um, so yeah. Stay safe. Be you. And if anyone's me new they can go fuck themselves. Stand up for yourself. Okay, love you. Bye.